Welcome to another podcast from Vine and Fig Tree. And today we want to talk about um, what we should be doing during these turbulent times that we see. And at this point, it seems apparent that the swamp is not going to be drained, that the swamp is swallowing everything that it can. So in Jesus Christ, then, how are we to respond? And what are we to focus on? Let's take a look at Luke and chapter 21, and I'm picking out different verses from Luke that are all along the same theme. And it goes like this. Then, as some spoke of the temple, how it was adorned with beautiful stones and donations, and isn't that the way many people focus on the, on the physical things of this age? Going on, he said, these things which you see, the days will come in which not one stone will be left upon another that shall not be thrown down. And so their focus is being adjusted. And so they asked him, saying, Teacher, but when will these things be, and what sign will there be when these things are about to take place? And he said, Take heed that you not be deceived, for many will come in my name, saying, I am he, and the time has drawn near. Therefore, do not go after them. But when you hear of wars and commotions, and the word for commotions is um, unrest, anarchy, do not be terrified. And brothers and sisters, when we hear of wars, which are about as bad as it gets on this earth, when we hear of wars and we know the devastation of war, we're not to be terrified. It says, do not be terrified. That's not a suggestion, folks. That's a commandment from Jesus Christ. For these things must come to pass first, but the end will not come immediately. Then he said to them, nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be great earthquakes in various places and famines and pestilences, and there will be fearful sights and great signs from heaven. And all of those are taking place, except I haven't seen fearful sights and great signs from heaven. Um, we don't know when that's going to happen, but we know that nation has risen against nation. Kingdoms are fighting kingdoms throughout this earth. There are great earthquakes that are taking place. In fact, in this last year, I think there were more earthquakes than in the last 10 years. And there are famines going on, and there is a pestilence going on, and some of it's true and some of it's not. But we know that these things are already taking place. And in other nations, pestilence have been severe. Famines have been severe. In fact, there is a drought over many of the Western states that's gone on for a long time now, which is one of the reasons why so many places out West burst into flame when lightning hits it. All right. You will be betrayed even by parents, relatives, and friends, and they will put some of you to death, and you will be hated by all for my name's sake. And that is the teaching that's coming out of the socialists and the communists. They hate Jesus Christ. And you know, as Holly and I read through a book about the tribes in China, and there are approximately 500 different people groups with different languages all together in China that many of them are having friends and relatives turn them in. And some of them are being put to death even now. But all are being hated for Jesus' namesake. 
So what if you are hated? Do you know in my job as an assessing officer in the tax system, most people hated me. They hated the taxation and they hated the representative of the taxation system. Most of them don't understand the system and how it works, but they still gave way to hate. And when I returned from Vietnam, I was hated along with my brothers in arms. So I know what it is to be hated for something's sake. And now we're seeing the rise of hatred for both the Jew and the Christian in this day and age. But not a hair of our head shall be lost. Well, how can God say that when we read the book of Fox's Book of Martyrs, for instance, or we look at Stephan in his stoning to death? How can we say that not a hair of your head shall be lost? Well, with the same encouragement that the Lord shows us that we will be um, raised from the dead on that great day, no matter when we die, or we will be caught up to meet Jesus in the air when he returns, not before he returns, not during tribulation times, but when he returns, that is what we set our heart on. And God can take and raise us up from the dead with a full head of hair, which will be different than my mostly bald pate. And then it says, by your patience, possess your souls. And the word for patience is actually the word for steadfastness. In other words, as Christians, we are to steadfastly, continually focus on what God wants of us. And that in that way, we will possess our souls no matter what we have to go through. And then later on it says, there will be signs in the sun, in the moon, and the stars, and on earth distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear and the expectation of those things which are coming on the earth. For the powers of heaven will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in cloud with power and great glory. Now when these things begin to happen, look up and lift up your heads because your redemption draws near. Wow, there are going to be signs and wonders. The whole earth will be in distress and men's hearts will be failing them from fear and the expectation of those things which are coming on the earth. That's part of Satan's psychological warfare. He wants us to be afraid and he wants us to be expecting evil things because he's planning on doing evil things. But here's the thing, that's not to be our response. When you see these things begin to happen, Jesus said, look up. And that word look up is not look up. It is lift yourself up and lift up your head because your redemption draws near. Look up, lift up yourself. That is stand to your feet, be ready, be have the full armor of God on and be ready to stand in the evil day. And know that our redemption is drawing near. And that redemption is like unto a prisoner who has been granted a pardon. And he knows he's been set free from all his sin that brought him to prison. And he knows that he's going to come out of prison with no evil record against him. He's going to be completely free. Now, knowing that, he has to wait until the administrative process does its work. 
And it may be a couple days, it may be a couple weeks or a month or so, but it's still a waiting process, eagerly anticipating the day of our redemption. That's how it is with us. Lift ourselves up, lift up our heads. Our redemption draws near, and we have that word to trust in God. And God is perfectly and completely trustworthy. And then he spoke to them a parable. Look at the fig tree and all the trees. When you, they are already budding, you see and know yourselves that summer is now near. So also when you see these things happening, know that the kingdom of God is near. Assuredly, I say to you, this generation will by no means pass away till all things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not by no means pass away. But take heed to yourself. This is instruction again for us. Take heed to yourselves, lest your hearts be weighed down with carousing drunkenness and cares of this life, and the day come on you unexpectedly. For it will come on as a snare on all those who dwell on the face of the whole earth. Brothers and sisters, we don't want our hearts to be weighed down and carousing and drunkenness are signs that we're not able to cope with the life that's coming upon us. So we look to our fleshly pleasures and to drunkenness to assuage the difficulties of fear in our hearts. And then cares of this life, how many of us are worried about whether our jobs will provide for us, if our jobs are stable, whether our families will all turn out right, whether we'll have enough food or drink or whether we'll end up in prison because we're Christians. We're not to be ensnared with all of those things. We're not to be ensnared by any cares of this life. And that day is not to come on us unexpectedly, for it will come as a snare, and that's a trap, on all those who dwell on the face of the whole earth. Watch, therefore, our instruction continues, watch, therefore, and pray always that you may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. That doesn't mean that we're going to be raptured out of here before difficult times. It means that in the midst of whatever happens, as we watch and pray, always we will be accounted worthy to escape these things. And that may mean through death. Because it says in the, old, in the book of Revelation, it says they overcame Satan by the blood of the Lamb, the word of their testimony, and they didn't love their lives even to the death. Watch, therefore, and pray always. And what are we to watch for? We're to watch not only for the things of this age which are troubling, to pray that God will, um, in the heavenlies, rearrange things so that things in this land would go better. We're also, and more importantly, to watch for opportunities to share the love of Christ. And we want to be those who are ready to help our brothers and sisters overcome fear and worry and doubt to that place where we will all be counted worthy to escape these things. And we're to watch and pray. And our prayers are to be according to God's will and purposes. And for our nation now, uh, the prayer should be that the church repent 
because God has brought these things on because the church in this land is wayward. We are way too focused on material things, on entertainment, on adultery, and these things are the reason why the wrath of God comes. Brothers and sisters, what happens when the wrath of God comes? Will we be found drowning in the sea like those outside the ark, pounding on the ark, asking Noah to open the door? Or will we be inside comfortable and sound, safe, with all these friendly animals around us and a wonderful family to endure suffering? I hope and pray that we will be found faithful in Jesus Christ and counted worthy to come through all of these things and to stand before the Son of Man without spot or wrinkle. That's our goal in Christ. Look up, for your redemption draws nigh. Lift yourself up. Stand to your feet. Jesus Christ is still and always will be Lord.